Hi, my name is Rena Jain. I'm a psychologist, wellness coach, and a podcaster. You're now listening to the Happiness Project podcast, a podcast that will help you look at things differently and push you to have a better experience of life. My wish for you is that you find peace in this moment. that you do things that really lights up your soul and sets it up on fire that you keep pushing yourself to be a better person with a grateful and compassionate heart that you put yourself out there because life is too short to be living for anybody else but you i really wish you bloom with grace because trust me you are one intention away from an entirely different life hello and welcome back to the happiness project podcast i really hope you guys are doing well and keeping safe and doing everything that you can to protect your own mental well-being Well it has been incredibly amazing to have Lee Hopkins on the Happiness Project podcast this week. Lee is a transformational coach, podcaster and a motivational speaker who's constantly creating new possibilities for so many people across the world by simply helping them recognize their harmful patterns, break them and relearn a new way of life. His work revolves a lot around self-discovery, self-care, and connection being the critical focus mental defense and recognizing our core beliefs that have been determining every behavior in our lives in this episode particularly lee takes us through his life journey from changing places and people in order to find himself he has himself been stuck in harmful patterns and knows how it feels to be stuck he has actively shifted his life by simply becoming aware of his own harmful patterns by connecting to himself his authentic self and connecting to the people around him and recognizing what no longer serves him if he can do it so can you and all of us he also runs his own podcast called patterns of possibility where he talks about all things revolving his life and is also interviewing people to talk about their patterns and what are they actively doing to shift those patterns without taking another moment let us now welcome lee hopkins on the happiness project podcast well hi lee how are you hey i'm doing well how are you reena i'm very well thank you so much for being here today thanks for your time and your contribution to the happiness project I'm so glad to be here. Since this is the first time we are actually recording and most of my listeners may not know what you do. So I would love for you to tap into your life journey and how has it been in Oh, okay, absolutely. Yeah, so my name is Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and I'm a transformational coach for the Patterns of Possibility. And I became a transformational coach because I've spent my entire life looking for connections with other people. I really wanted to feel like I was a part of a group or a tribe and be accepted. And so I worked really hard at trying to do this and found that I made mishap over here, mishap over there, mishap 
over here until I actually, you know, figured out what it was that I needed to do. It was my own patterns of behavior. And so when I discovered that, I wanted to tell everybody about it. So that's why I became a transformational coach. That's a very short snippet of my history. We can dive into that as we continue on the conversation. Wow. I think transforming lives is something that I've been in for a while now and I know how much so how satisfying that is. So how how has the journey been for you? Why did you want to become a transformation course? Where where, where did it stem from for you? Oh yeah, it stemmed so when I really understood how to how to make genuine connections with other people is when I decided that I have to tell everybody. It, that's that's the transformational coach portion of it. The whole thing, my whole life has been is trying to make connection after connection. And what I mean is like, you know, be accepted. So I jumped into relationships with people that I didn't really necessarily connect with, didn't really I wasn't really myself with. You know, I would pretend to be someone else until they liked me and then when I my personality came out, my real me came out, I was immediately rejected. It was all conflict and but I thought that was the way to make genuine connections with people. And so I think people are still doing that. I think I think that doesn't sound like it's a foreign thing. People still do it. So I think that uh they just need we all just need the right information, you know, so we can build upon that and we can make those genuine connections without being disingenuous. Absolutely. I think more than ever connection is something that we all need at this point in time and making mm-hmm. a career out of it. I think that's that's so wonderful. So what exactly is the purpose behind patterns of possibility? Yeah, the patterns of possibility is all about helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. So when I talk about these patterns, they're definitely patterns of behavior that show up all the time within what you do, within what I do, just every single day. And some things happen that we just don't notice. We don't pay attention to, it's automatically happened and we don't log them as a pattern of behavior. So I spent much of my life, my adult life moving. I spent maybe when I turned 18 and I left the house, I think I every year after that, it's been like I've moved maybe every 15 months on average and I'm 37 now. <laughs> so, I moved quite a bit and there's just a pattern of behavior that I did didn't even recognize that I was doing. So, I made some big moves. I moved from state to state to state, from Ohio to California to Chicago, and then within those I made moves. Just didn't realize that there was something I was doing to keep that behavior going. It's sub- so unconscious. So, um the patterns of possibility is figuring out what exactly is leading up to that that pattern and breaking that to see if I can do something else. And for me, I found that um I was trying to save a bunch of money. So I would live in places that I really didn't want to be. And so I would end up moving once I just figured out, well, pay the money and be have a safe have a a a sense of belonging, have a peace of mind of where you are or just keep moving. And so just pay the money. It's it can be simple. It can be simple like that. Right, right, right. So when you talk about patterns, I'm sure like you said you're talking about behavioral patterns. So how how can one recognize those patterns for themselves because you know a lot of times people need that awareness that you know this is exactly what is maybe 
wrong with me or there's a pattern that i've been following for a very long time and i need to stop because that is not helping me serve the purpose or grow in a way right right yeah that's a good question because without actually understanding where the pattern starts where you're not going to be able to break it so in order to to find that i think we humans have come with something really equipped with something really awesome called emotion really emotion will help you figure out exactly what this pattern is so i have something called the beat your beliefs emotions actions and thoughts so your beliefs influence your emotions which influence your actions and then your thoughts are how you benefit from it so for example you could say that there's a spider and if your belief is that spiders are scary then you would probably feel scared your emotion is scared and your action might be to crush it or run away from it and you think well phew that's over that's your thought it's over and take that same spider in a different belief let's say you don't fear spiders at all you actually think they're very helpful that's your belief you probably feel like oh there's a spider like just you would feel not threatened by it. you probably feel like oh look at that spider maybe abused and your action it might be to just let it go by or to put it under a cup and put it outside and your thought would be yeah i did something great i feel great about this you know you benefited from that so the, the reason why i mentioned that to you is because emotion is a big marker your emotions will influence your actions and your emotions come from your beliefs about something so let's say you have a big emotional reaction to something you're angry all right you're probably going to do probably in fight mode the actions is probably in fight mode but you need to pay attention to when those big things happen right there when you feel that emotion you have to be able to recognize that you're feeling that and look around at the situation and see what happened to cause that feeling because chances are it's been there before it's been there before so you're reacting to it you don't like it or you like it or whatever it is it's important to understand what you're feeling because when you understand what you're feeling you are going to intervene with the action so you're not just going to act and continue on with the pattern um i'll tell you that i feel like it it's awakening so i'll say the the first time that i realized that i woke up woke up was in the middle of a fight i'm fighting with my girlfriend and we're that's what we're doing and she's and she's like she's she's winning and <laughs> I, mean, i mean come on she is winning and i'm just mad and but i wanted to stop our fighting because this was a normal thing i just wanted to stop it but i didn't know how to do it and so we're going on and my counselor my therapist said think about why you're mad just keep thinking about it and i was trying to figure out why i was mad so in the middle of the fight she was saying something to me and i was like Why did why did this happen in the first place? Why how did we get here? Yeah. And then I started catching like okay, this is what happened and watching for that again. So the next time she said something that kind of made me upset, okay, like okay, did that happen before? Maybe we can do something different. All right, since that upset me, normally I would just yell back, I'd fire back, but I'm conscious of the fact that I feel upset. Yeah. So I'm going to stop. and I'm going to do something else just to see what's going to happen maybe I'll still get into a fight but at least it wasn't the exact same thing 
because you know doing the same thing over and over expecting different results is insanity Absolutely. yeah i know and i think isn't that such an incredible realization you know especially mm-hmm. when you know that yeah this is where i am wrong or i may not be doing the right thing and that's exactly when i think uh, acceptance comes into play that's when we start changing our behavioral patterns and uh, and that's when change takes place for the better right oh yeah definitely you have to have ownership of it you just can't pretend like oh i didn't do that no yeah. you have to you have to realize that you're accountable for it yeah no and more than half of the people out there are simply in denial like you know what i this is exactly how i am i'm not going to change there's nothing wrong with me and i think that uh, pattern or that behavior truly doesn't take them anywhere so uh, i think yes absolutely being conscious and being aware is one of the most important uh, Uh, things. So my, my question to you is that since we spoke about emotions we also spoke about core beliefs. Now beliefs are something that we develop over time uh, over experiences and mostly in our childhood. Now since we have such strong beliefs that have been uh, controlling our lives forever how how do we change those and you know more importantly it's you know it's it's like we've been living like that for 20 30 years and suddenly wanting to make a change not like it's not possible but it's definitely very uncomfortable and difficult so oh yeah definitely yeah to to make a change you have to do a couple of things so of course you have to be conscious of who you are and what's happening in your space you have to realize there's emotion and there's an event that causes that emotion so now you have to figure out where you play the role in it like be accountable we just talked about it a moment ago you have to take responsibility for what you have done what you have have said and it's always about looking inward and although you're interacting with a person who upsets you or who just isn't helpful it is not just their fault there are two people here and the only person that you can control is yourself so being accountable and understanding how you contribute to anything will really help you want to break the cycle because because you're you're going to feel more empowered okay you're going to step into the space where it's not all uh, Jacob's fault it's not all Jimmy's fault it's not all Rachel's fault there's just people not they're just people on naming <laughs> but they're it's not all their fault you yeah. contributed to it you contribute to it in some way and recognizing that you contribute to it means that you can also change it mm-hmm. right that's that's very true i think the realization and the recognition of uh, you know something that we need to change i think it's just a recognition of change that may change a lot of things in our life so yeah absolutely yeah recognizing that you're you're a part of it you're part of it and you can yeah you know, like you said um 30 40 years like having the same belief like would you ever want to change that like what that's really up to you like how are you really feeling about it if you're complaining about it all the time if you're feeling burned out or stressed out then that might be a really good sign that you don't like this and there's something that you want to change you might want to look into right Yes, I think there comes a point in everybody's life when when they really sit with themselves and like you know like this is not serving me. I cannot be doing this anymore. And uh 
I think more than half of our times in our lives we simply spend by you know just blaming other people by you know putting it out to other people and there's so much that we need to know where the external circumstances and people are not in our control i think the moment we realize that we have an inner circle of control we will be able to function from a very balanced uh, state absolutely absolutely it's you're not com- completely powerless even though it's really fun and easy to blame other people like i didn't do it yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's their fault you know if you wouldn't if you wouldn't yell at me i wouldn't get so mad like well quick, <laughs> take some what <laughs> you know yeah so right so how how important do you think is uh intuition to our emotional health Oh, I think it's so important. They're so integrated together because emotional health and intuition. I think that emotions are essentially intuition. Intuition is that that feeling or that vibe or whatever you get from being in a situation, like mother's intuition or the the instincts not to go into a dark alley or or something like that, you know. I remember listening to a podcast where there was a guy who was walking along in a forest and it was he was alone he was hiking he was like returning down the hill and he said he felt like a a scary eerie feeling come over him like like he was in real danger kind of like the spidey sense right and he he said he ran faster than he'd ever run before gone gone and when he got down the mountain he made it and sure enough people were talking about how there have been um um uh alliance uh, mountain lions attacking people there and he felt like you know he was in danger he didn't know that but he felt that he was in danger so your instincts your intuition all of that is part of your emotion you can feel that so if you're following your intuition you feel like this is a good situation you can lean into it check on your emotions how are you feeling with it cuz your your emotions will kind of tell you they'll help you with that and you can fully express it fully express it in words when you when you know what your intuition is so let's say you feel something strange can't put it into words that's where your emotional energy that's where your emotional vocabulary comes in and you can explain it not just i don't i feel weird but i feel um unsettled right. that feels different you know and so to be able to explain exactly what that intuition is mm-hmm. yeah you know that feeling when you know it when you know it yes yeah but if you're talking to someone else and you're trying to say what feeling i don't know what feeling you're feeling I <laughs> and I think I have I have come across that recently where I am I I I believe intuition is always there it's always guiding us mm-hmm. to what we're doing and you know I've been recently feeling that even more but it's so it's so difficult to explain to people as to what that feeling is and why am I feeling a certain way so uh, what do you have to say about that like you know how do we really explain to people as to this is for real because i think we are living in a world where we are constantly functioning from a space of rationality and logic so mm-hmm. how can you know we sort of um really get people to believe that there is an intuition within each one of us oh yeah that's a really great question because everything is based on like computers and logic and 
all that leave especially in the corporate workplace leave your feelings at home somewhere leave your feelings but that intuition and explaining it to other people i think it is very difficult like <laughs> i'm not sure exactly how to put it into words i just know that if you have a feeling about something it's really worth looking into understanding what those feelings mean to you so that you can clearly express it like i'm drawn to being a coach just like a, a fly is to uh light i guess well, like mosquitoes to light i'm gonna go right into the bug zapper because i'm just so drawn to it that way and to explain how i feel deep inside that doesn't really cover it so it's really hard to explain that intuition but i can do the best i can with the feelings that by expressing some feeling about it yeah yeah makes sense absolutely now what exactly would the link between listening to your intuition and happiness be like oh uh wow i think your intuition is your your calling i don't know if i really touched on it but that's how i feel about coaching it's my calling it's what i want to do it's what makes me happiest and gives me the most sense of fulfillment and what that does is kind of leads me to it it my intuition will say hey this feels right whatever you're doing you like it like my soul likes it my spirit and enjoys it so i think um intuition is really like the guiding the guiding sensation behind it i think uh we talked about the the beliefs emotions actions and thoughts right when you have that intuition it's that emotion and it's an action you when you do it it's like i feel this feels right yeah <laughs> right so uh, when i am talking about my intuition there's this shame and guilt somewhere as to you know what if people won't understand or what if i am making sense or not so when i am feeling that shame for my own intuition i don't use it or i'm not able to use it to the absolute capacity so how can i change that Ah, uh, yeah, so just feeling shame around expressing who you are essentially is what I'm understanding. Your intuition is is a whole lot of what you believe and your life's direction's purpose. And if you feel like you're constrained with that, if you feel like you cannot do it, I think it's more of not looking to change that about yourself. Never never trying to to dim that light that fire that you have inside instead you have to move change your environment and meet new people whoever is making you feel shame or guilt around it's their problem because you cannot help the fact that your intuition is yours that's your essence and someone telling you to to put that out to hide that it's like you know trying to hide a flame in the in the closet i mean it's it's going to burn bright but it's going to eventually burn everything up it's not going to help you it's not going to help you you have to get out of that so it's it's going to destroy you essentially you don't want to hide that and for shame and guilt to keep you there it's i would argue that those two emotions as as strong as they are they can't hold you. I I don't think that they can. No matter what it is, if your intuition is that strong, you are going to do what it takes to get where you need to be to to feel like you can express that. So I would say um 
if you're in a situation that you are experiencing it and you're kind of trapped, like let's say you're a young person and you're you're at the mercy of your parents because they pay the bills and they don't want you to be who you are or you or something like that. You're physically or emotionally or financially in a situation where you have to have to just kind of tone down your intuition a little bit. Work towards getting out of that. I understand that you have to kind of play a role to be safe, but work towards getting out of that because once you you do, you're going to feel so free and so like that just struck a chord with me because I felt that was a lot of my life just being stuck and I I thought I can't I can't stay where I am. I need to go explore. I need to find something else. There are other people out there in the world that are like you. No matter how unique and different you think you are, we all have some of these experiences that are the same and we all have these same emotions we can connect with each other. So your intuition is flying high with somebody else's intuition out there. Absolutely. You know, um so when you spoke about um being who you are and not changing yourself for anybody else but rather change your environment but i think it also comes down to having faith in your own intuition having that trust in your own self now a person who is damaged and who doesn't really know how to even be themselves how can they trust their own intuition like they are constantly uh, you know fidgeting around not being themselves trying to adapt trying to change but they are you know just adapting and molding because of the surrounding around them but somewhere they've lost themselves along the way so how can we first try and be ourselves without feeling sorry about it that's a really great question then to feel uh i would say that there is not going to be an up without a down there's not going to be a light without a dark so i say that because you are going to experience some days where you feel like you can't be yourself. You can't be yourself. And I would say that when you are stuck like that there is another side to it. There's another side to it that you can get to. So I'm struggling to think of an answer here because I want to make sure that that I encompass it. I want I want to make sure that I encompass my idea because um it's not that you can't um, i want to go back and say that being yourself you're always yourself i want to i just want to say i want to put that put that out there and i want to kind of parse out my words a bit and say when you're being yourself you're being your your authentic self which means that whatever you do you enjoy or you see some benefit to you or you have pride in or you you want to do this thing like you're not doing it because someone coerced you into it or you're feeling shame or guilt about it that would be your your authentic self yourself who is probably unable to be authentic right now is still yourself give yourself some mercy give yourself some time and explore you as long as you're alive you can learn about things you can learn about yourself 
and you start learning about yourself and listening to that intuition because it's going to tell you this thing that you're doing and you're feeling guilty about it or you feel shame about it or you feel uneasy about it it means that you don't want to do it why are you doing it whatever it is why is it that you're doing it figure out that why and then do something about the why is it because people are pressuring you to do it then you can move away from those people if you have the ability get them out of your life then you'll be happier you'll be a happier person who is able now to be more authentic to be more of yourself because you don't have those other things around or more authentic right so enjoying who you are and celebrating who you are so it's about exploring and really listening to that intuition that pops out all the time whatever you're doing it's there to tell you i like it i don't like it right right so how do we make it a practice to listen to our intuition so are there any are there any ways that we can try and incorporate some techniques or you know some practices that would help us develop and strengthen our intuition oh yeah so i know journaling is a big deal big i mean a lot of people talk about journaling and i really think that it is one of the greatest things that you can do for yourself because we interact with the world with our five senses you know the sight uh touch smell taste hearing we interact with our world that way and when you have ideas they just kind of stay in your head and you might think about them but you don't get your senses interacting with them so when you take your your ideas and your thoughts and you dump them out on a piece of paper you're touching them because you wrote that on the piece of paper you're seeing them and maybe you even read them out loud and the more you get in touch with your senses the more stuff this becomes real to you and you have to rationalize and think about and see at a different level than if it's just in your head and bouncing around in your head so it's like you're reading to yourself you're talking to yourself essentially with journaling meditation is also um something that's very helpful anything that will allow you to get in touch with yourself and your intuition is is all about spending time with yourself and by yourself it's about learning about yourself in some way right yes that's that's so true i think journaling meditation these are things that i have been doing for myself so i know how beneficial they are so definitely on point um so yeah. earlier i think when covid and and the lockdown and the pandemic started a lot of people were very excited about you know they're going to be getting to spend time with themselves but 30 days in the lockdown everybody was like oh my god what am i doing i can't be doing this why am i here there were like questions uh, around that and they started going out and they were absolutely okay to spend time outside rather than spending time inward so you know i that's exactly when i realized that it takes a lot of uh, courage to confront your own fears and your own insecurities and you know journaling meditation all of that does include spending time with yourself now what about people who are just not ready to spend time with themselves especially when they have a codependent pattern where they're constantly dependent on other people or alcohol or drugs or whatever just because they want to run away or get away from those those feelings. Mm. Yeah, that's really a great question. I love these questions here. Yeah, so um 
if you're in a situation like that, I know that I was, I was drinking a whole lot before I started to really understand about myself because I couldn't deal with the emotions and whatever intuition that was, I was drowned it out. <laughs> Let's get rid of that. I don't like what I'm hearing. So I understand what it is to be in that situation. So if you're feeling like you're in a position where you might not have the capacity to journal because that's a lot of that's a lot of emotional energy that's a lot of time and you really want to try and understand a little more about yourself without doing those things i would suggest um figuring out what you're good at and i say that because you're going to learn a lot about yourself trying to understand what you're good at. I'd like you to, to be able to raise your self-esteem. And when you have that confidence, then you'll have direction. And I talk about resilience as well. So you need confidence to be who you are, right? To be who, to listen to that intuition. And then that the then you're going to head in that direction. And then you'll have the resilience and build the resilience along the way. So people are going to guilt you into not being who you want to be or who you are. Now you can handle that. You'll find people to be around you. You'll be able to handle that. So I recommend finding something that you're good at. Just becoming more aware of who you are and how you benefit. It raises your self-esteem to impact your environment in a way that you want to. So if you want to, if you want to, um, I don't know, win the girl over and you go over and you talk to her and you're like, wow, she, she likes you, then hooray, you got what you wanted and you feel satisfied because you you changed the environment the way you wanted. If you didn't, then you would not feel as, you know, satisfied or confident or, you know, anytime you, you complete a project or anytime you complete anything, actually, you can build your self-esteem that way. And I'm telling you, it could be anything. Just really quick, a personal story is where I was so depressed so many years ago. I was so depressed and I, I couldn't get out of bed. I really couldn't do anything. I really didn't feel like I, I was worth anything. And um, I saw a video, an inspirational video with a guy who said, if you want to get up and it was a major, he's given a speech, commencement speech. If you want to change the world, you can start with yourself make your bed every morning and i was like dude i can't even do that i can't can't do it so what i did to feel accomplished every single day was to put on a ring so i have on my right hand my first finger i have a ring so every day i put that on in the morning i made sure i take it off in the morning but i did something and that really helped me it started me like hey, every day i did something and I started off my day accomplished. Right. Yes, it's. I, I think it's, it's the small things that matter. It's the small steps that you take every day that have a huge difference in the way you experience your life. So yes, I think that's that's bang on. And everybody has to find their own own way to deal with emotions, to deal with their life. And I think to each its own it's not something like you know something that works for me not necessarily works for you so just find your niche find your comfort uh, be comfortable in the discomfort at the same time i think that is also a very very important uh, lesson that i've been learning of lately so oh yeah if, if i could just touch on that for a moment about being comfortable 
when I made these changes to my life, things started to, to change, right? So the environment that I was used to or yelling and I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable and sad and depressed all the time, it started to change. New people came into my life, people who were kind, people who were interested in what I was doing. And that's what I wanted. But oh my goodness, the first time I started dating somebody and they didn't want to yell at me, I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> we're going to have a fight right now, right? But this is what I wanted. I wanted to have a conversation instead of a fight, but it was so uncomfortable. And I would, I just had to like, be like, wait a minute, this is what I want. It's, it feels so weird, but it's what I wanted. So being uncomfortable and being comfortable with those things that you, you want is going to come too. like you're, it's growth when you step into this place where you're uncomfortable. Absolutely. I think growth begins in the uncomfortable space, you know, and one of those things is change. And I feel uh, I have been somebody who's always been um, adapting to change for the past couple of years. And it's not easy, of course, it's, it's never easy. Change is something that is very, very uncomfortable. But I think I am now open to the idea of adapting to change because I think that's exactly where um, I've grown the most, um, you know, in that uncomfortable space because getting out of my comfort zone, doing things that I've never done before, feeling things that I've never felt before. So, I I totally believe that. Uh, I think we all we all need to put ourselves out there in in yeah. whatever way that we can. Yeah, you get that sense of accomplishment that goes along with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So. Since we are coming towards the end of this episode, I was wondering if there's anything that you would like to share with my audience, like one one takeaway for my listeners. What what would what would it be? One takeaway for your listeners. Well, there are so many things that you said. So, okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna say one thing. One thing the takeaway is to believe in believe in yourself and your intuition, and it's really really easy for me to just say that like go believe in yourself and poof it's supposed to happen but how do you do that i've always been like well how do i believe in myself and what works for me is tangible proof like tangible proof of things that i do so like the ring i mentioned i nobody can tell me anything because i accomplished this one thing and i know it means something to me because i couldn't get out of bed I know it means something to me. And so that gives me some confidence. Like I can do things. I can beat whatever it is that that's got me down or I can accomplish something. So whatever it is, if it's small, make sure that you celebrate it and celebrate yourself for doing it. No matter what it is, you've, you have impacted your environment in a way that you wanted to. And that is powerful. And that's the first step to impacting your environment any other ways, breaking the pattern, changing your life. Wow. I think that is such an important message that you've given out. And I am so sure it's going to help so many people out there. So yeah, just believe in yourself. Um, and I think you're going to do just fine. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, thank you so much, Lee, for this amazing uh, and incredible insight into uh, intuition, your life, your journey. And it's it's so 
transformation in itself. So thank you for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, can I also tell my? Can I also tell your listeners where they can find me? I was just about to ask. Oh, you, you were. <laughs> See, <it was> intuition. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, I would love for you to tell my listeners whether where can they find you and your amazing work. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you can find me at patternsofpossibility.com and I'm patterns of possibility in all the social medias, YouTube, Instagram. Those are the two I'm most active on. I also have a podcast called Patterns of Possibility where I tell my stories about all my embarrassing, shameful stories. I just put them out there because that's I mean, you can look at them and say, "Hey, this guy he really did that and said those things so i hope that gives you confidence to do what you what you feel like you're ashamed of or talk about what you're ashamed of anyway perfect thank you so much lee for for being here today i'm of course going to mention all of your details uh, on the show notes of the episode i am very grateful for you to contribute to my happiness project podcast so thanks for being here today thank you so much for having me <laughs>